You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show for Monday, the 7th of November 2022. We acknowledge the Yurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Well, weekly program coming to you from the studios of 3CR Community Radio in Naram, Melbourne, Australia. And we're about bicycle, cycling, urban transport, getting about, um, micro-mobility and all sorts of things to do with bicycles. Now on today's show, I'm going to be chatting to Rachel and she's a community manager at Lug and Carry. And you may know of them in Fitzroy, and we're going to be chatting about what their model is for subscription for e-bikes, because it's something I've brought up a couple of times on the show, not only in interviews, you know, with the you know the three organisations that uh, help run the Canberra Bicycle Library, yeah, like a London library for e-bikes, but that immediate cost that e-bikes. Ah, and if you're interested in this sort of thing, uh, Rachel goes into a fair bit of detail. And that's the other thing about the e-bikes is it's the immediate cost, as I just said. Yeah, you're, you're looking at, uh, at anything um, from a lower end to a higher end, anything uh, from two, $3,000 right upwards. And again, it's a car. It's a better as a car replacement, but still is that equity. Um, I could get the word right, Um, not equality, but uh, equity in looking at what transport options are. And the thing about bicycles, you can do a lot of mixed mode stuff with them. And as we hear about e-bikes, it's a different level, it's a different kind of way of getting about with a bit of power assist. And uh, Rachel goes into a fair bit of detail about that. Okay, with news and events now, <laughs> As, uh, about this time last year, I spoke to a uh, UK um, active transport journalist and all sorts of things. He's a Forbes columnist. That was uh, Carlton Reid, and we are talking then about COP26, if I get the numerals right, and uh, COP27 has rolled around this year. And what's in it for bicycles? Well, I'm not entirely sure. There's the European Federation have put out a letter of support, Yarra Bug, and I believe Streets Alive Yarra signed it. Uh, but it's just, are we getting into, you know, the active transport uh, thing? Are we getting into the main areas of discussion and uh, agreement? And I'm not entirely sure. But an interesting thing that popped up, Yesterday was Greenpeace in the Netherlands. Uh, bicycle climate activists block private jets at an Amsterdam airport. And there's 
a relatively amusing uh, video of uh, lots of lots of bicycle riders on a tarmac and uh, riding around and cops trying to catch them and failing. And uh, as with these sort of things, uh, I think it's your own liability. But anyway, hundreds of climate protesters block private jets from leaving Amsterdam's uh, Champagne Airport in a demonstration on the eve of the COP26 United Nations climate meeting in Egypt on Saturday. Protesters sat around private jets to prevent them from leaving and others rode bicycles around the plains during the demonstration. And a spokesperson for Greenpeace Netherlands stated that the protests were to encourage fewer flights and use of more trains, as well as a ban on short-haul flights and private jets. And uh, trying to find some information about bicycles at COP27, uh, the They've got an international bicycle festival there. And, you know, the Minister for Youth and Sports organised a bicycle festival, has organised it uh, Thursday, for uh, 150 youth uh, of different nationalities at the Red Sea Resort City. And uh, that will host the UN climate change thing. Uh, like, okay, I'm not entirely sure of the efficacy of these things. But getting back to what I was talking about with, you know, the move that we've had in Australia towards, you know, get an EV. Well, I was just looking at a paper from the University of Oxford. Obsessing over electric cars is impeding the race to net zero and more active transport is essential. Uh, you know, as suddenly you know, it's focusing solely on electric vehicles is slowing down the race to zero emissions. And even if all new cars were fully electric, it would take 15 to 20 years to replace the world's fossil fuel car fleet. We simply do not have that luxury of time. And uh, you remember three weeks ago, we had torrential downpours in Melbourne. We've had our shared paths greatly impeded. There was even roads and the like impeded. We're still cleaning up from that. And all this week in Narara, Melbourne, it's all mid to high 20s, you know. The weather's um, suddenly decided it's summer, and yeah, it's quite it's quite fascinating that you know. Okay, spring is a fluctuating season, but to uh, keep and bear in mind that you know, yeah, it's um, we've got to rapidly change the way that we do our transport mix, and a way that we can do that as well is uh, you know community participation, community organisation and as uh, mentioned on the show several times including interview with Pierre from Bike West and some catch-up uh, interviews at the last Critical Mass Ride. The next Critical Mass Ride will be on Friday the 18th of November and this time Critical Mass is going to Sydney Road and uh, this time they'll be heading north to Brunswick to campaign for protected bike lanes and accessible tram stops on Sydney Road. And that's the Friday the 18th at 5pm and meeting at the State Library in the CBD. After the break, I'm going to be chatting to Rachel from Lug and Carrie. Subscribe to 3CR. Where else can you hear radical news, analysis, music and opinions? Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. Thank you, 3CR. We love you.
Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm the community manager for Plug and Carry, which is an e-cargo bike subscription service currently in Melbourne, Sydney and in Brisbane. You've got a bike knowledge uh, workshop coming up this Saturday. And it's just an interesting thing of people getting into e-bikes and people may think, oh, it's just like riding a normal pushy, but there may be things that people aren't really across. Absolutely. So the main reason that we have the Bike Knowledge Workshop is just for our customers to just feel more connected to their bike because as a subscription service, we are all-inclusive. So we actually do offer full maintenance and servicing to our customers. So they get a bike from us and if anything goes wrong, like they get a flat tire or something just sounds strange, they call us and we come out to them and we fix it on the spot. And although that is amazing and all of our customers absolutely love it, we have found that sometimes they struggle to identify or explain to us what the actual issue is. And we just wanted to just help them feel more confident, help them to diagnose those small issues to better communicate them to us. Yeah, because e-bikes aren't as simple as like pedal off. There's, you know, would there be a start procedure, which sort of, you know, you, you lock out at speeds, this sort of thing. For people yeah, who are I, curious, can without giving away too many trade secrets, could you just walk us through a little bit of it? A little bit of the issues. Well, for example, um, and this will come with people who ride regular push bikes as well, they don't really realize how important it is to keep your tires pumped, for example. So a lot of times they'll call through, they'll say, you know, uh, my bike's feeling a little bit sluggish, or I don't think the battery's working as well as it did when I first got it, or the motor doesn't seem as strong and powerful anymore. You know, what am I doing wrong? And honestly, 90% of the time, it's just that the tires haven't been pumped, and that also leads to more flex more punctures on the road so that is a a main a really big concern and something that we really want to try and communicate to our customers there are other things like the lights on our bikes they're integrated they're not like the lights on a push bike where you have to purchase them separately and you can you know change the batteries as you go these are all connected to the battery on the bike so sometimes those little you know the little wires will uh, jiggle out and you just need to give them a little push and they'll work again or they'll be an error on the the screen on the little monitor that tells you you know your speed and um, what power setting you're on and that's connected to a little magnet that's on the wheel so you know that's something that our customers could easily fix themselves if we just pointed it out to them or hang on your sensor is just misaligned if you just give it a little tweak to the left to the right that error will go away and I was wondering, this is a really curious one because, you know, this is a show predominantly about bikes. Have mm-hmm. you had people who have never ridden a bike and have gone straight to an e-bike? Yes. So actually I am one of those people. I was a customer with Lug and Carry before I joined the company in 2021 and I had never been a bike person. Even as a child, um, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me. It wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. I grew up in South Africa where it just – you weren't really out and about a lot on the streets as a kid just because of, of crime rates and safety issues. So I was not a cyclist, and as an adult, I wasn't cycling at all either. So when I moved here, 
and I saw how big cycling was and realized that I needed a better way to get my kids around instead of having to, you know, walk my son to school, then uh, go home and get the car and take my daughter to childcare. I signed up for the lug and carry service and I was terrible. <laughs> um, I remember Jordan coming to my house uh, doing the, you know, our famous handover where we spend around 45 minutes um, with the customer teaching them, you know, how to use the bike. And I was scared of everything. I didn't even know how to turn the bike. Jordan was giving me all these tips and I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to ride like that. And he was like, oh, you can put your foot down when you turn. I was like, that's embarrassing. I'm not going to do that. So I really was one of those customers. And honestly, a lot of our customers uh, who come through are mum who haven't ridden since they've had children. So they're not uh, comfortable with the road rules. They're not comfortable with riding a bike and even more so riding an electric bike with their kids on the back. So yeah, this uh, bike knowledge workshop is mainly for those customers who've come through who, you know, have very little bike knowledge when it comes to regular bike. From a perspective of you expect people to have some knowledge about how to ride a two-wheeled vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> not taking things for granted with the weight, the steering, these sort of things. It is, it's really tricky. But another great thing about our service is that we're constantly, we're always there to help. So it doesn't matter what you're going through or, you know, if you think your question is silly or if you, like me, feel embarrassed riding a bike, you can always just give us a call or a text and, and let us know that you need some help and we can organize, you know, for somebody to ride with you or, you know, to come over to your house again and run through everything again and make you feel more confident on the bike. It's a pretty scary thing and climbing onto one of these for the first time but you know once the customers have done it and once they do get used to it it's all positive reviews just loves the bike i'm sonia hammer of px fano join me and our pacifica family as we talk about all things pacifica for our queer pacifica community from news and information to covering all the arts and culture and events of our community for our community. PX Fano, the voice of Queer Pacifica for Australia and the world, every Saturday afternoon, 1.30 to 2 o'clock, only on 3CR, 855 AM, Community Radio. So what sort of brands do you carry there? We only have Turn Bikes. So we have the Turn GSD, which yep. can carry up to two kids. And then we have the HSD, which is a good commuter bike, but can also carry one child. I see the GSDs everywhere. They are such a little workhorse. <laughs> they really are. They, the, you know, the GSD stands for Get Stuff Done. Um, and that really is what it's about. A lot of our customers, myself included, we use the bike to do the school drop because this is uh, more often than not, the school is within five kilometers of where we live. And it's just, you know, it's a short trip. There's a lot of traffic on the roads at that time. And it's almost impossible to get a good parking spot. So, you know, you pop your kids on the back of the bike, you ride them down to school. You do the drop-off. After that, a lot of our customers will commute to the office or go back home if they're working from home. And then you use it to do all your little things as well. So mm. go to the post office or go grab a beer after work or, you know, uh, get your grocery. Because depending on what accessories you have on your bike, 
you can fit a full week's load of groceries in your bike, them in your panniers, put them on your front rack, take it down to the beach, you know, fill it with all your towels and your toys and everything you need when you're carrying kids or even, you know, when you're just going by yourself. They they really do it all. So how much would, uh, like, a turn carry in terms of um, kilos? It carries up to 200 kilograms, and that includes the weight of the bike itself, which is 32. So mm. around 170 kilos of extra uh, weight on the bike. And what would your kind of distance limit be? Yeah, so that depends on what, what mode of assistance you're using. So they can generally do between 40 and 80 kilometers. 40 if you're using turbo, which is what I use almost all the time, and 80 up to 80 kilometers if you're just going on eco, which is just the, the least amount of assistance. Yeah, and that's the thing I've got to ask because discussed a fair bit on the show about e-cargo bikes and e-bikes and the like, and I've chatted to organizations who help run the, the Canberra Bike Library. The thing that comes into play is that these sort of bikes are seen as like an inner urban thing. Have you heard of them being used further out? Yes, yes, actually I have. We have quite a few customers that are in the regional Victoria. We have a few customers out in Castlemaine and they, wow, they really flog their bike. They use it for everything out there. And I, I know that when their bikes do come in for a service, they are healthy and well-used and well-loved. We also have people out on the coast um, using them, which is great, as I said, to you know for your trips to the beach or for just getting around your small local area. But just we so we offer that service to our regional customers. It's just a little bit different. So whereas within 40 kilometers of our shop in Fitzroy, we all servicing and maintenance is free. So we'll come out to you. We'll you know do what we need to do, pick your bike up for service, drop it off again. That's all included. Whereas if you're in the regional area, which is, you know, between 40, 100, 150 kilometers, we just ask that you bring it in once a year for a service. And for all those smaller things, you can just go to your local bike shop for that. Because I'm just thinking of the uh, Melbourne Institution, or we can call it that, the, the, the school drop-off and pick-up is something else. And mm, wouldn't it be something if we just had these vast you know, sort of like informal fleets of Turn GST or whatever brand, instead of some of the things that you see around. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the movement, like that's happening recently in the States, I think it is, but they have something called the, the bike bus or bike run. And that's just uh, one of the teachers has organized for, you know, all of their, their kids and their parents to ride to work. And so they take up this entire road just, you know, hundreds of kids riding together to school. And I yeah, definitely would love to see more of that happening because I know at my son's school, there are like, I don't know, 12 parking spots for an entire primary school. So it's just, it's the, the congestion is, is so bad in the morning. Australia's most iconic bike riding holiday, the Great Vic Bike Ride, is on from Saturday 26th of November to Sunday 4th of December. This rolling bike festival will have you pedalling along the beautiful Great Ocean Road, through the Otways and Golden Plains. Tickets include all meals, a camping spot, luggage transfers, daily entertainment and more. Sign up at www.greatvic.com.au Use promo code 3CR to get 10% off. Great Vic Bike Ride. 
a 3CR supporter. to utilise our spaces and our resources. Yeah. This is the thing, like, there's all these fantastic little programs and yourself, because you have a subscription model to the ter- mm-hmm. yeah, using the turns, I just really love to see, like, that integration where it goes into another scale altogether. The reason that we've, cre- well, the, the company has created this community manager role is really to to create and grow a community of perspective uh, you know, customers, people who are riding e-bikes and using it for daily life, for all the small trips and for the big trips, um, and also to create, you know, community among our our customers. So we'd love it if our customers are joining up, you know, with other lug and carry families, going on rides together and initiating things like this. And this is something that I am trying to um, to initiate myself within lug and carry is uh, just making community events. Just like this bike knowledge workshop is one of them for this weekend. Uh, we also started a lug and carry team ride. So, of course, we wanted to create community within the company before spreading that out to our customers. We just want to uh, design and oversee community engagement initiatives to build the community across various, various platforms. And it's also having those safe places to ride as well. I mean, you yes. probably hear about what back streets and what certain roads are like at certain times that uh, you probably have here a lot of that sort of knowledge yeah well i'd love to know more about it i myself i live down in the south and a lot of our customers are up in the north so for me personally i don't know a lot of those back streets but we have created a facebook group for um the lug and carry customers called the rider network and in that group, this is where we're hoping for our customers to engage, to post uh, about their route, about their tips and their tricks, and you know, for them to be able to reach out there on that platform and have not only the team members answer their questions, but have other customers answering as well and giving them tips about where's the best place to grab a coffee in the morning or what's the best route to take to the local primary school. And with the Bike Knowledge Workshop coming up for this Saturday, can you give us some details of how people can register? Yeah, so we do have an event up on Eventbrite. Uh, the tickets are free. Um, you do have to be a lug and carry customer or maybe one of our ex-customers who purchased their bike from us and are wanting to learn more about um, how to look after it themselves. Okay, so you better have um, so to make we- that clear. Yeah, it's, it's called the um, Lung Carry Bike Confidence and Knowledge Workshop. Tickets are free. It'll include coffee and some pastries. And you'll have two hours with us, with our mechanics, uh, running you through all those little issues that you're able to diagnose yourself. Of course, not taking away the fact that we will always be available to, to service their bikes and, and not wanting them to take things into their own hands. But we just want them to feel more connected to their bike. And feel, you know, that sense of um, accomplishment when they hear a sound and they're able to say, hey, you know what? I know exactly what that is. And I'm able to communicate that effectively to the Lug and Carry team. Three CR is about community, 
and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. a little bit of an overview of the Logan Carry subscription model that you run with the bikes. Well, we have the two models of the of the turn and what happens is customers can choose whichever bike and whichever accessories they want as well. So we have a whole range of accessories. You can actually go onto our website and you can build your own bike uh, by clicking on the different accessories and see what your bike would end up looking like. It also explains, you know, for example, this child seat is from nine months old. Uh, the clubhouse is more for, you know, three and up. And so as your kid grows, you get to change your accessories and that's all included as well. So that's free. And once you've chosen your bike and you've paid the deposit, which is uh, $44, that $44 does come off your first week of subscription. So it's not an extra uh, charge at all. And um, we will come to your home. We'll spend 45 minutes with you explaining how to use the bike you know, letting you go for a test ride, making sure that you're extra comfortable with the bike before we leave you. And then you'll have uh, servicing, maintenance, insurance. It's all included in the subscription. The insurance part, that just means that if anything happens to the bike, if it gets stolen, for example, or if you have to have a part replaced, you will only ever pay the excess of $500. It does come with locks. So it comes with a wheel lock, a chain lock, and an alarm. And we do ask our customers to use all three of those because we do know that uh, bike theft is just gone a little bit crazy right now. And so we do ask our customers to use all three of those. And then it just has a four-week notification period. So if you decide that actually it's not working for you, you let us know and we come to your home and collect the bike after four weeks. So there's absolutely no lock, like lock-in period. There's no contract. You can start when you like. You can end when you like, and if after six months you love the bike and you want to purchase it, we'll send you a quote and you can purchase it from us at that point. So the website is uh, lug-carry.com. On our page, you'll find all the contact details for our three shops. In Melbourne, we're in Fitzroy. In Sydney, we're in Alexandria. And in Brisbane, we're in Wollongabba really great to chat about Lung Carry. I'm very, very passionate about the company and, and always happy to uh, <laughs> to promote it and, and tell others about it. It just makes getting on a bike so much easier, you know, not, not having to purchase an $8,000 e-bike. Um, instead, just paying week by week and yes. choosing, you know, choosing the bike that you like and handing it back if it doesn't work. Well, that's something that constantly comes up about e-bikes is the cost and they are much cheaper than a car. But it's still yeah. that initial, and yeah, that's something that, again, on the show we've discussed. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Chris. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM, on digital and online, 3CR Radical Radio.
time to address the trouble on our streets cause they're in a right mess too many cars no space for the rest for the people on the planet and the bicycle is best on our streets thank you too Rachel for having a chat about Lug and Carrie and uh, the subscription model they have for you know for their e-bikes and as mentioned uh, with the subscription thing it's weekly and with any type of agreement look into your T's and C's and your uh, and your service agreements and the like before you sign anything but well it's better than um, looking at several thousand dollars up front it's just another type of looking at active transport, like it's similar to the uh, Canberra bicycle uh, e-bike lending library, which also gives people the option to lend out and also uh, possibly buy. Okay, a little bit of good news, or actually fantastic news, is uh, this has got a long, long history to it, but I'm not going to go into it right now because I haven't got the time. Uh, you would know or if you haven't known, that St Kilda Road is finally getting uh, protected bike lanes from uh, Princess Bridge down to St Kilda Junction and work has been going on as part of the Metro Tunnel. Now, Princess Bridge this weekend is now getting the dedicated uh, bike-separated facilities. Oh, my God, I can't even begin to believe um, to talk about how long this has taken. And yes, there will probably be uh, some feedback on that. So, but who cares? We're finally getting it. And uh, thank you for listening today. 3CR announcers were all volunteers, and your subscription or donation keeps at 3CR. So go to 3cr.org.au and look for subscribe, donate, and/or fundraiser option. Our podcast for Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio should be up later today. And also, the last four shows are also on demand. And uh, you can also go to the Mirror site, which is yarrabug.org forward slash radio. And don't forget, that if you go to the Yarrabug website, there's plenty of information. There's subscription options for our newsletters. And uh, can stay in touch. Up next is Dirt... Oh, sorry? Ooh, I went back a few years there. No, it's not Dirt Radio. It's Sheepop followed by Black Block. Yarrabug would like to thank our sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Tuesday or Thursday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.